Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High School Not So Much Musical. This is the second part in the two-part series with Mr. Elliot Thomas, who is a rapper in his mid-20s, who grew up in upstate New York and now has a diverse range of professions. Be sure to stay tuned for that right after this. This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jaladanki and Ayush Agarwal. Yeah, definitely. So it's awesome that you were able to share that. Um, it really takes a lot of courage. So thanks so much for that. Um, Appreciate it. I was actually wondering if you could actually talk a little bit more about how your music is all about spreading like a positive message. So could you talk a little bit more about that, how you make sure to spread positivity through your music and kind of utilize music as a tool for like increasing product, like positivity among a, a very negative society? Yeah, so uh, I, I always been like, first and foremost, I'm an Aquarius. So I, I say that to say that, you know, we're, we're very rebellious and, and no matter what in, in in what category that is like we're just very rebellious so I, I always felt like you know I always wanted people to, to to understand me because I always been misunderstood through family through streets through you know people I come across you know I just always felt misunderstood especially at that time so I I just want people to take my music and to spread it to other people that they know. Because in my music, I try to be as positive as possible. But you know, I'm also gonna tell you about stories that I've been through that might, you know, that might rub some people the wrong way. But for 90 to 95% of the time, I try to be positive and, and, and spread stories that you can take to reflect on yourself, uh, quotes that you can live by, and also look at my journey, look at my documentary that's out, look at my, you know, hear, hear my passion in my music and understand that this guy is for real. Like, this is probably all he do is, you know, do his best to inspire and to heal through his music and to heal others through their music, through his music as well. And that's, I think, a lot. what a lot of people don't realize is, like, the more genuine you are on social media, you actually end up getting more people to kind of respect you for that. Because otherwise, like, you, you know, I feel like we're getting to a stage in, like, the social media timeline where people are so sick of, you know, these, like, fake influencers who are, kind of just like manipulating everything just to sell whatever their products or their <laughs> like uh like whatever just doing anything possible to kind of get big essentially on social media but right i agree i agree right so if you could actually talk a little bit more about that if you could talk about the current state of the social media industry how you're kind of trying to change that by being real being down to earth and kind of using that to grow your audience and end up growing a much more like personal kind of audience versus just 
like building a giant audience right away, but none of them really have like that personal connection with you or able to relate to you, your experiences and kind of your story, your message about positivity and kind of being real. And so what what I do, well, for me, it's a, it's always a battle trying to get, you know, target new fans or get fans or whatever. But overall, uh, for me, I would say, I, I just stay true to myself, you know? Like I, I stay very true to myself. Like I've got to a point where like people come and go on your journey, no matter if you're you're, you're successful or unsuccessful. And in this day and day and time, if your name's not a household name, it seems like it's it's a little bit harder to like respect your craft. What you do, you could be doing, you could be putting in the same work, have the same nice photos. It don't matter because your name's not a household name. You know, I feel like majority of the world or, or society is not because they because we're we're in a society that worship celebrities, right? Like worship a household name, not just be fans or like them. They worship them <laughs> like like if they're, uh, you know, like if they're, you know, like like God or something. Right. And when I mean God, I mean like a biblical term, like you worship right? like a religious uh, way. So what? What I do, I, I try to like, you know, uh, be versatile in my music. Uh, not try to, I do I do a lot of versatile tracks and whoever gravitates to it, I appreciate them, but it's always a battle and it's always an up, uh, up and down, you know, struggle trying to get people to understand because especially when it comes to rap, like people thinks automatically drugs, guns, you know, all the negativity of it because that's what's, uh, that's the, the commercial music of, of, of rap, especially now. So what I try to do is like, I try to market to people by through different ads, through different, uh, you know, campaigns that I try to use uh, to see if it works, to try to get people to, to, you know, to see that, all right, this guy is trying his best to uh, catch my attention, but in a genuine way, because he's being true to himself. He's not like spamming me with like, hey, check this out. Or hey, this and that. Like where it's just so obvious that you don't really care for the actual person. You care for them just to listen to your music. Like you don't engage with them. And even if you don't get no engagement back from those people, you can't expect a you from another person. So you, you, you know, you've got to have strong introduction uh, and you just got to let the chips fall where they lay, you know? <laughs> You just you just gotta live with the results, uh, and then try new strategic ways. Um, you know, especially now with the algorithm, it's so hard to you know. Even if you're a versatile artist, it's still hard to like you know reach out to certain uh, you know to certain genres, even if that song is in that genre. I just say, for me, I just like I just try to engage with my followers or whoever's following me by commenting, liking their posts. You know, actually, uh, you know, like give them a, a nice few sentence in their, in their DM and be and check up on them. You know, I'm one of those people, I'd be like, hey, how you been? Hey, you know, like like if I actually care, not saying I don't care, because I really do care, but like I'm, I just stay true to myself if, if I'm talking to a friend or, or a colleague that I'm very close with, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay authentic, no matter the results, still stay authentic. And um, you, you'll see your audience grow. You know, it, it, it's take forever. Even look at my journey. Some journeys take longer than others. You just gotta just 
try different strategic ways, uh, but just don't, and stay true to yourself while doing it. See, that's where people go wrong now. It's all about clout. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's great to hear to see like how much you're trying to engage with your audience and essentially like, kind of become friends with them, right? Because people want to right. be around like somebody who has a really good personality and is trying to like uplift them, not which is what you mentioned, talked about, about positively, positivity earlier, not somebody, you know, who's kind of like uh, social media has like the tendency to portray all the good about somebody. So that way, when people look at, you know, whatever that person's feed, they think, oh, wow, this person's like life is like completely perfect. Like they have whatever the perfect body, like they have a girlfriend or whatever. They're, they're super happy or, and they have a lot of money. Whereas mm -hmm. like you look at my life and oh, wow, I'm in shambles compared to this person and like kind of breaking that reality, which is what you're doing is obviously really, really awesome and great to hear. Um, Thank you. And I kind of wanted to talk about some of the other experiences that you've had as well, because in your matchmaker bio, you talk about how you're kind of engaging with acting, modeling, writing, etc. And those are like some really cool fields. So if you could talk about what you're doing in those, how you're kind of trying to build your name and those types of industries as well, that'd be great. Yes, of course. Uh, so yeah, I, um, when I started the herbal business, I got into like modeling and, uh, and like background acting um, and background acting in 2019, you know, around that time uh, I was with like a, a talent agency, which is like, like a low like talent agency. But I, I just, you know, just was like, you know what, let me, and not only that, uh, I would like talk with different colleagues. Like I said, when I worked for the infrared sauna, it'd be nothing but models that come there, like famous models that come there to use saunas, they, you know, especially during fashion weeks, like, like they try to like, you know, cause it gives you a glow, it, it, it basically detoxify your skin and your, your inside. So like a lot of models would use that. And, you know, I had a lot, I worked with a lot of women and they would just be like, hey, like you got good skin, like try this out. And I never would do it. But once I, uh, you know, in 2019, I was just like, listen, I want financial freedom. So I have to use my looks, my, my, my talent, you know, you know, just use what my gifts, you know, that's, that I naturally have and, and try to put it to some use uh, and expand my careers. Cause I always knew I loved music, but I knew that it was starting to get watered down to the point where it's like, even if you have talent, you know, if you don't have, there's strength in numbers, right? Like I didn't have a team and I still don't, but you know, I've worked with some people, uh, you know, behind the scenes, but I got into uh, background acting and modeling 2019 because I just wanted to expand my careers, like I said, and I've got, and I've been on like different TV shows. I was on Wu-Tang, uh, American Saga, season two, episode eight, next to Lala Anthony. You know, that was a feature role. So I'm, I'm starting to dive deeper into modeling and acting more now and uh, trying to step up from a background actor to like a principal uh, role, which is like a role with a few lines, you get more screen time, but it's like background is not speaking. Right. So you still might get seen a little bit, but it's not speaking. It's like a little blur, you know, and now I want to just do a few lines and not become like a real big, big actor or like a lead actor, but just like principal roles, you know, where I'm speaking a few lines here and there. And then maybe in the future, I, I, I want to do a support and then 
turn into a lead. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, and then modeling in general, like I always did independently, even before I knew I was doing it. Uh, you know, I would just like hire like different photographers to like shoot for me, you know, just cause I like having nice pictures, uh, always been photogenic. Um, so yeah, that's how I got into it. But like I said, I, I'm really getting into it more now. Like I just, before I got on here, I was just uh, on an acting Zoom, an acting class Zoom with Robert De Niro's former coach for like two hours. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just getting my feet wet as far as taking it to the next step. And it's very difficult. Like people think acting is, is easy. It's very difficult. Same with modeling. Like it's, it's not all about looks or, you know, just saying some lines. Like, you know, you just have to be yourself and um, you have to just relax. You got to feel like it's not a job. It's something that, you know, you, you really just doing on a regular. Yeah, and I think that's actually the case for a lot of things, right? The more you look at things as not a job, as not a chore, you can pretty much turn anything into something positive or something fun or something that you actually get a kick out of doing or even you might get better at it. For example, actually, um, on December 4th, I had to go take the SAT and I was like stressing out about it the day before <laughs> I was taking last minute practice tests and I, I was kind of treating it as something like really, really, really serious. And right. I ended up like not doing so well because just because like I was so, I was so stressed about it. I, I, I didn't right. treat it as something that was uh, really natural. But uh, two weeks later, I went and retook it and literally the day before I think for like five or six hours, I was watching, um, like bike, but like cycling trick, trick shot videos or whatever, like where mm. they go, they go like 360 loops, etc. And, <laughs> and I, I did way better because I, I, was, I was way calmer. I was way more relaxed. I was kind of enjoying myself right. a lot more. And I, that all resulted in me being able to give a lot higher level of focus on the actual test day versus right. stressing myself out before. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's actually a really good tip for the audience. Like, Make sure to focus on viewing things as less than a chore or less than work and kind of viewing them in a more positive light or kind of de-stressing before big events like that can really help out. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. And I use that method all the time. Like I used it today. I use, you know, it's like, it's, it's something that you can't get rid of because some people think once you get to that place where you start telling other people that you stop you know that you stop using it it's like no uh you know it's always room for improvement so you you constantly use those methods that work for you you know exactly yeah um so i think we're nearing the end of our podcast the last question we always ask the guests who come on is the tips question so we've talked a lot about you know social media your own experience as a rapper your own experience growing up, etc. But if you could, you know, leave one tip to the high schoolers, what would that be? And that can be about anything, you know, it can be about getting into the entertainment industry like you're doing, or it could just be about life in general or about work in general, etc. Okay, uh, I would say, like, I'm, I'm gonna just specifically talk about life, because life is foundation, right? Like life is, it's like, entertainment anything else is not gonna follow you don't have foundation in life you know uh, i would say huh 
to, to just, you know, just keep grinding. You might not see, you know, keep grinding, stay focused, you know, uh, take care of your body and, and block out the noise. Put your blinders on like they do horses. It's easier said than done because I'm still dealing with it. But, you know, when you stop worrying about people that don't worry about you or don't check in on you, you know, and, and that's going to happen as you get older. The closest people you with, like family, friends, you name it, it's going to be the closest where it's going to bother you internally, right? You got to do your best to put your blinders on and focus, you know. Don't don't feel like, oh, if I make it, you know, these people is going to try to come back around this and that. It's like, no, just don't focus on getting to where you want to be and write things down, right? Write them down in your notes on your laptop or, uh, or your or your journal and just write down and check off, you know, and, and manage your time. That that would be ultimately what I would say. Manage your time and focus on freedom. Awesome. That's a great tip. And yeah, especially to like a lot of the high schools, you're kind of like gaming your life away. If, if you really enjoy gaming, then by all means go for it. But if you're kind of just doing it to pass time, then don't you know because these right. are th these are the years in life where you can really kind of live live your life out essentially because right. once you get right. once it yeah yeah yeah, yeah especially yeah. now in uh in, in 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 this technology world uh especially where you guys are at you know in, in in silicon valley you know it's like technology is taking up to the point even me i'm a millennial but i'm not a new millennial and it's and it's still like, even for me as a regular millennial, I'm like still trying to catch up. And I'm like, man, I feel like an old person, you know? So it, it's one of those things where it's like, time management is, is so important. And I didn't realize that till later on, you know, like a, a lot of times I, I wasted time, well not wasted time, but I, I didn't, I was so bored while being home and didn't do nothing. And I was like, man, I could have been reading on this, man. I could have been doing that, you know? So it, I, time management is very important because once you get to your 20s, um, especially once you start getting into your prime, like 23, 24 years old, really 24, because your prime years is from 24 through 28 of your life. I would say that's when it really start hitting you, especially, you know, uh, if you're not in the best circumstance or environment as it is. You know, you you start feeling like your life is drifting as other people's getting older, as you're getting older, and you know, it, and and people start separating like naturally, like the universe will start separating people away from you, so you can build your own team and surrounding, uh, you know, with your goals and what you want to accomplish. So yeah, that's why I say focus on freedom, because once you're financially free, you know, the stress of finances, the level becomes a little lower. Uh, as far as like when you come when it comes to like homes, food, and the essential things, those things start become less of of stress financially. Then you can do whatever, right? And what I mean by that is like if you want to take a flight somewhere, and 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 just once want to do it just for your own therapy, right? If you want to go to like a lake or something, or like one of the beaches on the other side of the country you don't have to worry about that. You will have the freedom to do so, you know? So I'll say focus on freedom and managing your time and strive for what you want. Um, like LeBron, like he's strive for greatness, man. And, and I always took that, even when I was in high school, I always took that as something, you know, 
it's earned, not given. You know, strive for greatness, but also manage your time. And, and pick who truly earns your time when, when you have a little downtime, you know? So yeah, that's what I would ultimately say, you know, focus on freedom, uh, uh, time management, and putting your blinders on. And it goes for anybody in any type of community or, or, or culture. You know, that's just the main thing you could do is just try to focus on building your empire or continue in the empire that was, you know, left for you behind. Use your inheritance to, you know, for, for positivity to the best of your ability. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast, Elliot. And to our listeners, be sure to stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you, everyone, and see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of High School Not So Much a Musical, and a big thank you to Mr. Rooney once again. That's our show for today. Now roll the credits. High School Not So Much a Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal and Nitin Jaladanki. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luang, Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket, and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you for listening and see you next time.